0: hello and welcome to the fem on takeover of indie comic spotlight my name is ada mccartney i'm here with fellow fem on host allison shelton and we have the pleasure of interviewing sage coffee today indie comic spotlight is a show where tony farina deep dives into indie comic books and sage allison it's a pleasure to be here with you this morning this afternoon
1: oh my gosh I'm so happy to be here. I'm I'm very excited.
0: <laughs> I am also excited to talk to
2: Sage, to talk about Wine Ghost Goes to Hell. And so the question that Tony always leads with is, well, first tell us about your book. First tell us about your book. Then I will tell the, I will do the Tony mm. question.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, Wine Ghost Goes to Hell follows this kind of overconfident friend we either have <laughs> or are or want to be um who's also just a little too drunk maybe um uh saddled with a lot more responsibility than she anticipates when an old friend from her living days dies but he says he just moved there because it sounds a little better than dies you know speaking of toxic positivity yeah oh my goodness (laughs) yeah um and uh she she has to help him find a place to live. uh he doesn't know the ropes to hell and it's it's not her first rodeo
2: yes, that is a wonder. I have had the pleasure of reading it. I love the art and the story oh, and it's you. just very like effervescent. Can I use that word? Oh thank you. Yeah. that's so kind. <laughs> <laughs> it was really it's a journey and, I've, and I and I I know a wine ghost, but I also identified with their, like, general wanting to believe people, but also feeling like they aren't necessarily worthy of art.
1: Yeah, I feel like Wang Ghost, despite being overconfident when she's drunk, still very deeply has that insecurity, especially yeah. around friendship, of, sure. like, is everything real? Are these forever friends or temporary friends? Yes. Um, and it's, it's definitely uh, something I've experienced myself. Um, and wanted to put into the character because we see a lot of kind of like quote-unquote mean popular girl characters um, that are just really really shallowly written either they have when talking about like their troubles it's usually they're dealing with money trouble for the first time or their parents are not as nice to them as other parents are to their kids like stuff like that and I really wanted to explore the the depth of a person who is overconfident, like what that can look like.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, I th- and I and it's also meditating on that theme of friends or fam. You know, making our friends our family and like yeah, that, and that, you know, it's complicated too. Just like families of origin, like it right. isn't just when we make friends our family. It's not like it necessarily becomes uncomplicated.
1: Yeah, exactly. Chosen family, especially as a queer person, is extremely important to me yeah. um and um that doesn't mean there aren't still the pitfalls from a, a biological family right like there's still interpersonal dramas there's yeah. still you know that aspect of just being human really mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i i also wanted to show that <laughs> yes
2: and and you definitely did and i loved it
0: because i oh, feel like you
2: you know, chosen family is so important. I think most of us have elements of that. If not, that's not our complete family, you know? So I think most people can relate to finding family outside of our family of origin. So yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. So now I'll get to the question. Um, (laughs) So Tony usually opens with what is your comics origin story?
1: Oh my goodness. It feels it feels weird to drop a a a um a store name that's probably been defunct for a very long time, but Suncoast I'd yeah. say is probably the original origin. Um, I picked up a lot of manga when I was a kid. Um, and some indie titles that I'm still surprised my mom let me have. Um uh Jonan Vasquez's Johnny the Homicidal Maniac uh was, was one of the first comics I ever had. Uh that along with uh Rumiko Takahashi's Inuyasha um was my absolute favorite. Um and I feel very privileged to grow up in a home where my mom just encouraged me to draw and was just like, yeah, that makes you happy. Why not do that? Mm. Um, So I just, I started drawing and I, I didn't stop Um, from, I started reading more and more manga and um, didn't really branch out from Joan and Vasquez's more indie comics until maybe later in high school um, where I was so I used to be a Magic the Gathering yeah. tournament judge. Um, and uh, there were a few instances where, like, I either helped to judge Friday Night Magic or, like, I was participating. Um, there was a really, really tiny card shop in, like, this totally dead mall in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina um, that we went to. And I got knocked out of the tournament super, super fast. So I was just like perusing the comics bins. Um, And I picked up uh, Deadpool Games of Death by Sean Crystal. Um, So as far as getting introduced to more American comics um, that weren't immediately available at Suncoaster Hot Topic, I'd (laughs) say that was my my Cape comic introduction. (laughs)
2: I always love the answers. They're so diverse. Like how we all got there. There's all kinds. Yeah.
1: Of well, yeah. what's wild too is like I feel like when I went to college because I also went to college for comics. Um, oh my I, god. Yeah. Go I, Savannah. Yeah, I went to SCAD. SCAD. Good old SCAD. Sorry, SCAD. Yes. No, it's okay. <laughs> Fun fact: uh SCAD is also the name of a heart disease. um Holy smokes! Yeah. <laughs> uh completely unrelated um outside of the name but um yes I went to SCAD originally for uh animation and Mm -hmm. I very quickly found out like I don't want to do this for eight hours a day um especially when you when you go into school for animation they kind of teach you how to be part of the pipeline more so than do your own thing yeah um -hmm. and telling the stories I wanted to tell and doing my own thing were like very much at the i feel like very much at the core of who i am like i can absolutely work in a team towards uh towards a goal but as far as storytelling i like to you know do my own weirdo thing um relatable oh (laughs) um and uh so i switched over to sequential art which is just fancy for comics um and uh Boy, howdy. I did not realize going in just how much I was completely missing. Uh, everybody's like, oh, French comics. Ever hear a Black sad? And I was like, no. <laughs> Do y'all know Inuyasha? <laughs> did they? No. Well, some did. Some did. The people who I promptly made friends with did, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like in some ways my comic origin star keeps getting rewritten just because Mm. I find new love in comics from such different avenues like right now I'm into I'm very into like very micro presses Mm. um, that that make really experimental gorgeous works Um, short box is one of my favorites right now Um, and uh, yeah I don't know I just like seeing everything that comics can be
2: I love that and I I went to film school that was my thing not scanner. oh my gosh that's um, awesome yeah for I for graduate school and it's so interesting that um it was also a lot of people French cinema so the French we definitely put them on a pedestal
1: we really culturally,
2: do you know it's
1: like oh the French have
2: got it going on <laughs> yeah
1: if if only we took the uh the protest cues from them as well (laughs) yeah yeah
2: and the work day and the retirement age but um yes (laughs) that's would all be good um but it's it's interesting thinking of like you're doing that in sequential art like that the same sort of universe exists around each art form you know that we're Diving deep into it, learning about it, learning where it started, I'm sure, and how it's evolved. Um, and I was so interested in independent film, too. Yeah. Particularly when I just finished, because that was what I felt the closest to. Like, as far as what I would create and what I felt
1: reflected me. Yeah. Versus being a
0: part of the pipeline.
1: Yeah exactly yeah like i and there're definitely people out there who's like oh it's my dream to ink batman for sure like okay. like and if that's if you're listening and that's your dream that's perfectly acceptable as well like it's it's um i don't know it, it it's just for for myself and i'm sure you can relate to this too is like it it just feels nice to to do something for yourself instead of for other people, especially like when you're involved in a lot of different aspects of your life where you're doing a lot for others. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also one of the organizers of Cake, which is uh, Chicago Alternative Comics Expo. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I oh, I love Cake so much. Uh, it's a free event, um, and we I feel like I've heard about it. Yeah, this moment. We, yeah. We we do our best to make everything like as accessible as possible so we do a lot of like online promo and stuff like that too. Um and it it's one of those like that is a project where like working collaboratively uh, like i don't even have the words to describe how beneficial that is you know same thing with like anthologies um i edited uh, sweaty palms anthology years ago which is an anthology collecting the autobiographical uh works of different artists exploring um anxiety within their own lives and like how they mm-hmm. experience it um and that was another project where like i was so grateful to work with so many different voices and the book is definitely better because of it but wine ghost is such a personal story that i felt like yes this this needs to be my own thing this needs to be me on the page you know what i mean
2: it's so important to know as a creator that I mean, that's all I was going to say. I just think that's such an important thing. And I don't think people talk about it enough. Like what projects are for ourselves and what are for collaboration and what maybe we're trying to sell and what we don't worry as much about. You know, like that there are all yeah. these, these things that we navigate as artists. Like it would be cool to just like sit in your room, do whatever you want, but that's not the reality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, What were you going to say, Ada?
0: I'm, cu- I'm so curious, Sage, if- about your... Like I'm imagining the map that took you from the Savannah College of Art and Design to organizing cake and writing "Wine Ghost Goes to Hell," and I wonder if you just like along those lines of kind of illuminating that conversation of figuring out which stories we mm-hmm. want to tell that are our own, where we want to sell. I wonder if you'd talk a little bit about kind of that trajectory and that that the path you've taken, yeah, and how you navigate those those decisions.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh probably especially me in my twenties was a little more self-serving than I am now. Um, and I I I think that that definitely contributed to it. Um, but at SCAD, you're at least while I was there, I'm I'm sure it's changed now because there's a brand new crap of professors. Um, but um at SCAD, it very much felt like the only way to do comics was either in the big three, which is like Marvel DC dark horse or um, going quote unquote, the indie route with Oni press. And it's like, no, I'm interested in what's, what's even more indie than Oni press. Like, and I, I feel like that's where my work is really. Um, And so uh, I was just, when I graduated, I don't know. Atlanta as a scene it felt very much like and again at the time that I was there it felt very much like if you weren't published by those people, like those specific publishers, you weren't important enough to be there. Um, And it just didn't feel like everyone was on the same playing field. And it I don't know. It just hurt my heart. Like especially when I know so many talented artists who just altogether stopped making comics because their art didn't fit into that very specific mold. Um, And uh, funnily enough, the reason why I ended up in Chicago is because I'm not sure if you're familiar with DashCon.
0: No. No. Nope. it's okay it's right. <laughs> it, it it's
1: a name where if you say it to a very specific community they're like oh um Dashcon is the infamous tumblr convention with the ball pit um uh-huh. that was uh famously a failure um <laughs> i was one of the people tabling in the artist alley at DashCon, um <laughs> and that was my first exposure to chicago uh, so you can see how well I think of Chicago, given that I went there initially for a disaster of yeah. a convention and still decided to move here. Um, love Chicago. Oh, I love I it so much.
2: I went to college at Northwestern, so I have a special so oh. in my heart for it. But the weather, I, cu- I mean, I'm sorry to be that person, but the weather, I just was, I escaped like the day oh. after graduation
0: you're like, good I grew up in Kalamazoo and Chicago is too cold for me
1: <laughs> really I see I I kind of bopped around all over in my childhood so Chicago's like the perfect like it's hot in the summer and it's cold in the winter for me
2: I think um, it's less cold than it was when I was there according to everyone who still lives there it seems like the glacialness of it has moved east a bit or something. Tragically. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, Oh, I'm sure climate change has has changed a lot more.
1: (laughs) Yes. Like it's not 80 below in the winter. You know, that was my senior year. And I was like, oh no. We're like, I think I think the maximum I've experienced is five below. Well Which is still
2: very fucking cold. But yes.
1: <laughs> um but yeah i went to DashCon. it was a disaster but i was here a few days after the convention staying at a friend's house um or apartment and uh just walked around and really fell in love with the city, the city and the vibes um the way scad scholarships work is a little goofy and i ended up receiving scholarship money after i had already graduated good for you um <laughs> I could have used <laughs> it to leave it, it, right? <laughs> uh but yeah, um, I used that money to kind of fund me moving to Chicago. I went to one comics event, Zine Not Dead, which is like an alternative comics reading kind of thing. And just in that singular event, the wide breadth of comics that they highlighted, I was absolutely floored. I was like, I didn't know making comics. Like this was even an option. Huh. Um, and I still had very much scad brain is what I call it, uh, where you're like hyper f- professional in front of people. I And I went around after the event trying to make friends, but I was handing out my business card. It was so sad. sad.
2: <laughs> I think we've all done that because of what you're, pro- I think it's MFA or BFA brain a little bit uh, where it's like, yeah. you're told like, okay, if you're going to be taken seriously as an artist, you need to
1: do that. You need to network. Follow. Yeah. Me which is like, I, oh. I already don't like the concept of networking. I don't like does the it actually concept work? of, I'm just curious. Like, cause I think it's total bullshit. It hasn't worked for me. No, yeah, does it, it doesn't work for, for straight
2: white guys like straight cis white guys because it definitely didn't ever like feel genuine and any i don't know everyone's always looking at their over their shoulder for someone better and it was never me so it's weird Gabe it's also was not... just
1: like weird to look at another human being in front of you and be like it's an opportunity uh, yes a job <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it's so strange to me uh well at the R- time is-
2: are you the kind of person who like offers opportunity like to me it's like if I have something I will give it to you I will be happy to connect you with somebody and build something and encourage you to express. like I'm not holding those tight where I'm only giving them to people who give me their card card.
1: please sir can (laughs) I have a job (laughs) yeah truly like and and with my BFA brain I was like this is how you contact me here's my all my information and I'm so grateful that uh uh, her name's Bonnie Guerrera, she's fantastic cartoonist, um, was, like, yeah, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly just graduated, <laughs> right? Um, but, uh, yeah, and the scene, like, immediately when I came, they saw, like, how, I think, rigid I was and scared I was just to exist in spaces, mm-hmm. um, and, mm-hmm. uh, gina winbrandt i know i keep dropping names but it's mostly it's mostly because i want everybody to look up these fantastic cartoonists um but uh gina winbrandt who did uh won't somebody please have sex with me which is a fantastic (laughs) fantastic comic um invited me to like a housewarming party where i got to meet a bunch of other cartoonists in like a less kind of scary professional kind of setting um which if if anyone listening knows z not dead is probably like scary and professional what the hell are you talking about <laughs> 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 um, but at the time it was like the most intimidating thing to me um and yeah i don't know I'm i'm just grateful to be to be able to be making comics really <laughs> and finding your community
2: like and finding my community truly part- of creation like i i am not a person who can create an isolation i mean they mm. exist i i so i hear but that's not my experience like,
1: oh that's my existence i'm the person you oh, hear God. about yeah oh. <laughs> um i oh. i sit and i sit in my office and i draw and i draw and i draw and then uh every now and then i'll i'll leave the cave and go to see people and then i'll go back to the cave and i'm like hmm that experience would make a good comic and like continue trying. You have
2: to have the experience.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the difference between <laughs> uh a lot of different cartoonists. You can tell based on the kind of stories they decide to tell, is like whether or not they do things in, in <laughs> their average lives. Um yeah. <laughs> and Ada, I, are you a cave person as
0: well?
2: Am I the only one here who is not that way? I'm on balance.
0: Okay. I'm fueled by certain types of interactions. And I I have no problem creating an isolation. I can sit by myself in my room and be thoroughly entertained and creative for months, probably. But like, at a certain point, I need to go out and have some like, it's not just the like, the the making the thing in isolation is cool. But, but at a certain point, I want to share it with somebody. I want yeah. like, mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, some validation. There's some like, I want to talk about it. I want to like get ideas, see what someone else is working on it. So, yeah have you have you
1: seen that tweet that's like everything's fake. Nothing is real. And then it's like sees friends for ten minutes. There are cathedrals everywhere who have the eyes to see <laughs> <Yeah>. them <laughs> like exactly <laughs> I exactly <laughs> I, I I very much feel akin with that tweet of like, sitting in the cave everything's fake but i'll make it into a comic goes outside there are cathedrals everywhere i love everything time to make that into a
0: comic (laughs) yes so i have another comment question about wine ghost yeah um as the the conceit of hell and the um the the ethos of it really reminds me of Catherine M. Valenti's refrigerator monologues. And I'm just curious if you have read that tome, if like you should, I've, I'm guessing from your face, no, I'm But she, that that book is um, essentially wives and girlfriends of superheroes who were killed meet in hell and are, mm-hmm. are having an open mic night about how they got there. Um,
1: oh that sounds incredible
0: highly recommend looking it up actually I think there's an earlier indie comic spotlight episode where Tony and I talk with uh with uh Catherine about it
1: oh my gosh highly recommend reading I gotta go through the backlogs (laughs) I gotta read it first I'm gonna read it first and then do the podcast that's my plan Um, No spoilers yeah exactly exactly um, yeah, no, not intentional at all. Uh, the way kind of the the ethos behind um how hell is structured really is just, uh, there are bits of Chicago architecture, uh-huh. and then there are critters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I have this whole like subway system in my mind that you don't necessarily see in the comic that's like, there's a building shaped like a slushie and a giant lizard drinks out of it and like Ah. spits you wherever you need to go. Like there's stuff like that in the back of my mind that doesn't necessarily make it to the comic, but the way I see it is like when you you die, you're given the form of what you deserved. Mm -hmm. So like not necessarily as a punishment, depending on who you were as a person, but like say in life, you were a runner and you hated swimming you're just terrified of fish if you were a really bad person you'd probably be a mermaid because you couldn't (laughs) run anymore and you you wouldn't you'd you'd be scaly um you'd
0: have to live in the water
1: exactly like and and uh simultaneously if that same person were a good person they'd probably have a million legs Mm -hmm. um to run with like it's 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 that kind of it, it, it's a little sometimes i i do it backwards like wine ghost's design definitely came before i i decided the ethos of hell but mm-hmm. um i don't know that's kind of how i how i use the the characters forms to inform their past if that makes sense
2: so what have you given thought as to what you
1: would be in hell i haven't mm. <laughs> i haven't thought about what i would be i think if i think too hard about it i might get self-esteemy about it oh you know? no I'm, don't I, get so-
2: uh, this is only a fun question
1: this oh is, oh, like, yeah, yeah only
2: yeah. a fun question this is not <laughs> no dive. pressure yeah <laughs> this is no and then so <laughs> so wine ghost and then her friend so do you have what was he like in life that he looks like that
1: so um it gets into spoilers a little okay, bit. Don't um, spoil it. Yeah, it, spoil, so yeah, okay, Yeah, I won't spoil. but we'll just say he. Um, there's a reason he has a little dog collar that says "Piddles" on it that he can't take off. Okay, yeah. that's all. Oh. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. As far as I'm trying to think of what I would be still probably like a little cactus creature. I think, mm. I think that would be fun, and also like. I wouldn't mind being super prickly. I could just like touch paper and it would be right there. And I could be like, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I could grow prickly pear fruit. Like I could grow my own, well, my own food source beautiful and flowers well. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of,
2: I love that. Fertile I, soil in there. We need to wrap, but I just want to say one thing about this too. I thought it was so interesting with the construct that then certain people are hot. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, I thought that was so, like, funny that even when, no matter what the construct, some people are hot, you know, yep. and how do they, like, how do they agree upon that? And she is hot or they are hot. I'm not actually sure. The gender is not really of significance. Oh, for
1: wine but... ghost, wine ghost is she, her. Yeah. Okay. She's like hyper femme. Like, okay. Well, but yeah. then
2: the, the person that she has a crush on. Oh, uh, Pepper's also she, her. Okay. So I wasn't sure. I wasn't like, you know concerned with the gender it was just like here we go we're telling the story you know yeah so, yeah yeah like the pepper like
1: she is hot yeah i i <laughs> pepper's backstory is also like in, in the back of my brain but yeah in in my mind she was someone who died in like medieval times oh, like wow. there wasn't like a lot of um like so and so like temptations or anything like that like she she was just Uh hanging out she died yeah um and uh that so like people who who have a more humanoid form I feel like are probably more likely to have been dead a long time Mm -hmm. and in, in many ways being dead is still a life right it's the afterlife like and that's one thing you kind of see about Pepper's character she's not like what's a cell phone you know (laughs) what I mean like she's been there she's been there a while she knows who she is she knows what's going on in the world that's what's hot about her exactly yeah exactly (laughs) yeah and Um, that was communicated so well
2: like that the hotness comes from just knowing yourself yeah you know
1: yeah. yeah. And then like being open to others. I feel like yep. Pepper is someone very open to others and, and her hotness comes from that as well. Mm-hmm. And accepting. Yeah. Like, you know, she's not judging. Exactly. Like, Even okay, though like, she, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even though she looks like someone who may be judgmental, that's mm-hmm. not her at all. And mm-hmm. I feel like subverting those expectations of like hot people are yeah. are, are automatically judgmental or, or shallow Mm -hmm. um like things like that I I don't know I just I don't like those tropes and I really I really want to subvert them it's fun to subvert tropes yes
2: in life in literature in art all of those any other last thoughts before I ask Sage where we can find when Ghost Goes to Hell
0: Ada Sage anyone um thanks for joining us (laughs) Sage I am delighted by this conversation (laughs)
2: I am too. Oh. This was, I really enjoyed reading it. And then I just was like, I'm here to talk. Like, it was wonderful. Oh,
1: but- thank you so much for having me. It's been such a joy to talk to you both, no. truly. like Hooray. <laughs> I'll, I, I will be a continued listener of, of FemOn, not just my episode.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. So Sage, where can people find and back Wine Ghost Goes to Hell?
1: Uh, you can find Wine Ghost Goes to Hell on Kit um it is backerkit.com slash i believe iron circus slash wine ghost uh if that url doesn't work because we'll put sometimes- it in the show notes too yeah we'll put it in the show notes and if you just go to backerkit and search wine
2: ghost goes to hell like any other crowdfunding platform it will pop up and tell you well where you can how you can back it because of yes. course you have different tiers
1: yes we have a figurine <laughs> We have uh the ebook and the uh, actual book, which has uh hot pink dyed pages that I'm very excited about. Nice. Yeah. The color is oh, I loved it.
2: Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, the color of the book. It's just like I love bright colors.
1: And so Oh my gosh. I me. I grew up in in Jersey. So like we went to a lot of like black light haunted houses. So <laughs> that's does have definitely that vibe, the, for sure. the, yes. the inspiration. But yeah. yeah you could just Google like Wine Ghost Backer Kit too and it would come up.
2: And do you have a website or an Instagram or a Twitter or someplace if people want to follow you and learn more about you?
1: I do. It is uh, Instagram Sage M Coffee C-O-F-F-E-Y. Uh, my website is sagecoffee.com. Um, and there you can find all the previous Wine Ghost mini comics for free. Um wow uh and uh twitter as long as that's around i'll be there um, at sage coffee all right well thank you so much for
2: joining us sage thank you to everyone who listened we enjoyed this takeover Ah. did we not ada and sage Mm -hmm. thoroughly
0: (laughs) uh thank you for having me y'all thank you